Hello, hello. This is Peaceful Homeschool Podcast. I'm Emma. And I'm Beth. Hi, Beth. How's it going today? (laughs) Crazy. How about you? (laughs) (laughs) Crazy. Oh my gosh. We're so sorry. We're having like technical difficulties today. And we're both like hiding in our closets recording this today. So it's just a mess. Um, Yeah. So we're really sorry. Hopefully you can hear us and understand us. And we promise it'll be better next time. This time's just, we don't even know what. Uh, anyway, um, so you're having a busy week? Yeah, we, we are on our little farm. We are we're getting ready for the rainy season. So there's a lot of prep involved. <laughs> so yeah, it's like a race, which we're really excited about rain because we haven't had it for so long. So yay, rain. But at the same Woo! time, it's like a battle between... <laughs> like get it done in time. <laughs> so yeah, makes sense. It got really super cold here. And so we had to like, um, bring in our plants so they wouldn't die and dig up our potatoes and do all of that. But now I'm like, okay. We're, and we had to like, um, unscrew all our hoses because then otherwise, um, they'll like freeze and burst and whatever. And so I'm like, okay, we're ready for winter. Woo. Man, I'm so glad I still live in California. (laughs) (laughs) There are some good things everywhere. I know. I know. I know. Um, I'm just glad I didn't have to add that to my to-do list today. (laughs) Yes. Go unscrew your hoses. Yeah. (laughs) It's true. Um, Anyway, and we made it through all the fun fall festivities and my kids love to dress up. So that was super fun. And I'm glad that is over because I did not want to keep like spraying hair into weird things like (laughs) weird hair colors and curling hair and safety pinning and whatever. I'm like, oh, we could be done now. So now moving on with life. Um, Today we're talking about attitude struggles or homeschooling struggles or like basically just having issues when you're homeschooling your kid with you know between you and them and the schoolwork and whatever um I mean it seems pretty common to me that as parents we're going to have issues as people we're going to have issues and struggles between other people um and between parents and and kids and So when you're homeschooling, it's just another part of that. So Beth, have you ever had any struggles when homeschooling your children? Oh, no, never. No. (laughs) Yes, of course. Or me either. No, No, of course. We're all human. My kids are human. Yeah. (laughs) We all have our good days and bad days. So yeah, for sure. There've been some times that have been harder than others. Yeah. So do you have any um, like kind of certain recipes in your head for what you do when one of those, you know, issues arises? Is there like certain things that you do or do you just kind of assess the situation or what? Yeah, for me, I try to assess the situation and think about like all the things like when was the last time they ate? Did they get enough sleep? Are their allergies bothering them more today? Are they stressed out about something or whatever? And then I also have to look at myself and say, am I stressed out today? Are they feeding off of me? And, and there's all the, there's all the things. <laughs> so you kind of have to look at everything to try and figure out like what might be bugging them that day or, you know, or if my expectations are too much for what they're dealing with or whatever it is. So, yeah, for sure. I, I think mine is pretty similar. Like I, like first, like 
quickly assess the physical needs part, like you were saying, like, have they eaten? Have they gotten enough sleep? You know, did we stay up too late or did they have too much media or whatever? All of those things that can affect them. Um, And then think about the expectations. Like, is this curriculum maybe a little too hard for them, a little too boring for them? Is it, am I expecting too much sit down time out of them? Um, Like so many things to think about for the physical part. And then like, I quickly run through all the other stuff, like, you know, did they have a rough day yesterday? Are they having some other, you know, a social issue? Are they having whatever it is, you know, are they sad about something? Um, you know, for my girls, are they having like a time where they're a little bit more sensitive to things? Um, whatever. And so like thinking about those things for sure is my quick assessment. And to me, that feels like how I address parenting in general. Like my kid is having a meltdown, a struggle, they're crying, they're upset, whatever is happening. Like I quickly run through that, whether that's about homeschooling or not, but with homeschooling, since we have that additional, um, you know, piece to our puzzle, it's like thinking about, you know, the curriculum part of it too. And how we're, um, like addressing homeschooling, how we're approaching homeschooling and whether that part is right for them. So I think that part, you know, then kind of kind of plays a big part in it because we really do have to think about, wait, maybe what we're doing isn't quite working or maybe it was working and isn't anymore. Um, so like in situations like that, have you changed curriculum? Have you, you know, altered what you're doing or what? Oh yeah, for sure. And some days it just, it depends on what's going on too. Like, but like on some days we'll just shift and say, you know what, let's try again tomorrow. And that's totally fine. And then, um, other times we might shift the curriculum or, you know, it depends on what's going on. But, um, I do know that if you have this, uh, you might want to keep this in mind when you have expectations for your child to have learning time, think about how you learn as an adult. And what if somebody came over to you and said, you have to learn about gardening for the next two hours, but you're like, I'm really not in the mood to learn about gardening for the next two hours. Maybe later I'll be totally into it and want to learn all about gardening later this afternoon after I've had like lunch or whatever it is. But you you have to realize like we all learn best at different times. And so, or if you just got home from a super busy day, you might not, it might not be the best time to expect them to get a bunch of work done. So really, really, really think about like kids aren't robots. Like we have to, you know, and, and they, they, we don't have to worry about checklists. We don't have to worry about checking the box. We have to worry about like them loving learning. And so I think if you, if you try and relate to them, just because the schools might have them sit down for all these hours a day and then expect them to do like four hours of homework every night, it doesn't mean that's what they're really built to do. That's not how human children are designed <laughs> to be. <laughs> so, human children. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> no. I totally agree. And I think too, that like, I mean, like for me, I, you know, on days that we have co-op, that's our learning for the day. Even though we're not doing academic co-op, we still learn academics during that. We might be learning about science or history or, you know, social studies or doing some reading or language arts or whatever. So some of that is incorporated, but I don't then go, okay, now you have to come home and do, you know, four hours of sit down work or two hours of sit down work or any sit down work on that day. I just go, okay, cool. We did some learning. That's awesome. We'll do some sit down work on another day because expecting that out of the kids is a lot. Like they're tired when they come home from co-op. I'm tired when I come home from co-op. Like I wouldn't want to sit down and do tons of sit down work at that point either. 
So I think yeah. getting it when they're more fresh and more able and their brains are, you know, peaked for learning is a much better, a much better time for my crew at least. Yeah. And just because they're not doing sit down work, doesn't mean that they might not be learning. Like a lot of times my kids, when we would get home from a busy day and I'd be in, going to make dinner, their veg out or their time would be like, they'd grab a book or they'd go mm -hmm. do puzzles or they'd go um, play a learning game of some kind. Like, so it wasn't like learning ceased. It was, it was just, right. you know, it was just not sit down time and that's okay. Like, so like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. When I think too, like um, for me, I have tried to have really have my kids be involved in the expectations. And I, we're going to talk about this at a later date about, um, and, and I'm sure we've mentioned a bunch of times about like losing the parents public school mindset, because that is such a huge adjustment because even if we're raising our kids without that public school mindset, like, and, but we're still saying, oh, wait, well, we have to sit down and do all this work today or, oh, wait, but you can't learn if you're standing up and twirling circles or if you're chewing gum or listening to music or whatever, you can't learn those ways because public school told us that we couldn't. Right. And yeah. I, so I think for us to adjust that, which again, we're going to talk about that on a later episode, but, um, I think to adjust that in our own heads is so super important. And so I always start my year and like really like in March or April, I start my, my, our upcoming year to say like, you know, to think about what do we want learning to look like? What are we going to cover next year? Um, how are we going to cover that? And really having our kids have some input on what that's going to look like and, you know, you can surely cover the exact same history topics without sitting at a desk all day, learning, you know, just reading out of a textbook and then answering the questions at the end. You can surely cover that in so many other ways that are hands-on and that are engaging and that are fun. And you don't just have to sit at a desk all day doing that. So I think, you know, while we're talking about our, our kids is, that was a quote unquote attitudes that day. Um, you know, and any struggles that come up, I think it's important to think about our expectations and what, you know, what are we asking of them? And is this something that really works for them to learn best? And it's like all of those topics are so intertwined that it's kind of hard to separate them out into if this is just the one topic that we're talking about. Um, yeah. And, and like with the mindset thing for the parents, like you have to really think. And I mean, for me, honestly, it was very hard to let go of the public school mindset. It was, it was years. Like it, I'd have to reassess myself all the time because I'd be like, is this really important for long-term? I'd have to ask myself that all the time because I would get stuck in that. And it was, I think a lot of parents do get stuck in it because we get that fear of that. We're going to fail them. We don't want to fail our kids. And that's always, that was my big fear. Like if I don't make it look this way, they might be failures in life or I rip them off or whatever. And so to always having to, you always have to be asking yourself um, and on, on a weekly tracker that I made, which I need to make one for peaceful homeschool. I have it on homeschool vibe. It's free on there. If you want to download it, homeschoolvibe.com. But if it's, it's on there and on the weekly part of it, it actually asks the, for the parent's mindset. It's like a parent mindset check on that every week of like, what do, what can I do to shift this week? What, what did I do? So it's not just about the kids. It's really about us too. Like, cause we can, we can make it harder than we need to on the kids and us. And so yeah, that's cool. being really aware of the mindset is super important. Our mindset, like the right. kids will just like, they've got their, they're good. It's like, it's us. That is the problem a lot of the times. Yeah. <laughs> so 
I have so many questions that are people, you know, saying like, oh my gosh, my kid is so stubborn or my kid, you know, just won't do their work or they're, you know, they don't like anything having to do with school or whatever. And I'm just like, in my head, I'm like, oh gosh, like that, that's the mindset part. And it's that we have to say like, this really isn't about school. This is about learning. This is about actually educating our kids, kids, which doesn't need to be school. And I mean, even if, even if your state has you know, like you have to have a certain amount of days that you're teaching your kids or a certain amount of hours that you're teaching your kids. It does not, and a certain amount of, you know, certain subjects you have to teach your kids or things you have to cover. It doesn't say like you must sit down with your children all day at a desk and not allow them to move and they must raise their hand and they must say Mrs. So-and-so and whatever. Like there is nothing that says that. There's nothing that says like you have to learn about volcanoes by reading the textbook and answering the worksheet you could learn about volcanoes by creating a volcano and blowing it up outside. Like you could do all these other yeah. things that have nothing to do with like a, you know, the public school setting that we so often try to create or recreate as homeschoolers. So I like what you said about like the, the parent, like you in the very beginning that you said, like you checking your own attitude and is there anything that you're bringing to the table that day, stress wise or whatever that could be affecting it? Cause I think for sure that that, that that can be a big issue as well. When, you know, our kids feel what's going on with us and they're like, oh, this is really stressful today. Yeah. And I think we really worry way more than we need to about things. And um, like, should they sit down? Should they do this or whatever? Like, you know, like really, truly, that is something that like we can really relax on and just remember, are they learning? Does it matter if they're, you know, what they're doing, like you said, twirling or whatever it is, like. Like uh, my, my daughter has ADHD and her therapist, we talked, I talked with her about it. And because she does really well, my daughter does so much better with her homework, her sit down stuff. If she has her favorite TV show on. Yeah. So we asked the therapist, is this a problem? And she said, oh no, this is, this works really well for her brain. Like if it's working, don't worry about it. If it's not working, then you shift it. So you really can like, if your child wants to hear music while they're doing homework, test it out, see how it works. If it doesn't work or if they don't improve, but I function and my daughter functions better when we're multitasking. I don't know why, but that, that helps us do more. Like, I don't know. So, so anyway, so just assess your child. Don't be worried. Don't stress out. Just try things out. You have time. There's no rush. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, for sure. And, oh, I think too, that, um, that as we think about homeschooling, that we remember that it's not just the academics, that the relationships and the mental health part are so important. And, you know, so if our kids are having a hard day or they're struggling with, you know, something that they're working on, you know, maybe they're trying to write an essay or something and they're struggling with it. Like there is nothing that says they have to continue writing that essay that day. There, you know, it is just as easy to sit down, snuggle up on the couch, talk to them about whatever's going on with them, you know, foster that relationship part of it. And, you know, you and I do have older kids now and, and we definitely can recognize that the relationship part of it is what makes homeschooling so amazing. Yes, the academics are great, being able to do it the way it works for them, whatever, but the time that we get to have with our kids, the relationships we get to have with our kids, especially as they get older, like it's amazing. And it's not worth sacrificing the relationship and the way that, um, you know, you and your kids communicate the way that your day is going 
to be like, oh yeah, we're going to press forward and we're going to do this essay no matter what. It's, it's not worth it. I mean, there are some times where you might need to say, hey, I see you're struggling. Let's see if we can just get through this part and then we'll move on to something else. Or maybe let's talk about whether this is working or not for this particular curriculum. Um, but I think the relationship is so important and that really it is the best part of homeschooling. So, I mean, you definitely don't want to sacrifice that part of it to push writing an essay that day or practicing some spelling words or whatever it is. The sponsor of today's podcast is actually me, Beth, the co-host of Peaceful Homeschool Podcast and the author of the book, Find Your Homeschool Vibe. It's a book to help you learn how to homeschool without losing your mind. It's currently available on Amazon and soon will be available on Audible if you prefer to listen to books. You can find the link to the book in the show notes or on homeschoolvibe.com. While you are there, you can sign up to receive the free printable weekly homeschool tracker. Thank you for supporting the Peaceful Homeschool Podcast. Let's get back to the show. I have a funny story. I have no idea if it'll, it's about like kids being wiggly. Okay. So my son is also very wiggly. Um, and, uh, when he was probably like seven ish, um, I left him downstairs doing teaching textbooks, math on his computer, his little computer. And he was on an Ikea plastic chair, those plastic chunky chairs. And I came down like 10 minutes later and the chair was completely apart and he was still doing math. And he had managed to somehow take it apart and keep going on his math. And he was almost done. And I was like, what happened? He goes, math just makes me wiggly. And so I'm like, oh, so, (laughs) so after that, he got the yoga ball thing. And so he could sit there and rock around and like move and he could, but it helped him do his math, but we didn't use those chairs for math anymore. (laughs) So yeah, Yeah, obviously. Yeah. So, but just be flexible and that, you know, the kids, um, like we can trust them more. If they say, I prefer to do this this way, you can trust them more to make those choices. I think, I mean, we still need to be the guides and, you know, and stuff like that and not let them be totally crazy, but right. Like it's yeah. okay to <clears throat> let kids kind of be the lead on some of that stuff of how they want to do it. For sure. And I think too, if we're talking about like kids not wanting to do their school or whatever, remembering to take it out of the context of school and put it in the context of learning and it is really okay in case you haven't heard us say this before, but to talk to your kids about how they want to learn things and find a way that works best for them. And if it doesn't work at first, it's okay to switch it up. Like, like Beth said, like flexibility is the key to success here. It is the key to making it work. It's the key to -to day-to-day life in general. And so like, even if you're having an attitude struggle, which I mean, Beth and I both have kids who have gone through puberty. And we know that that creates its own set of issues. And so, you know, being flexible with that part of it and like keeping, having that be one of your little checklist things like, oh, there's a struggle going on. Is it related to that at all? Or, you know, whatever. And like really thinking about what, you know, raising your kid in a way that helps them to keep track of their own mental health, to you know, put focus on relationships, whatever, because that's ultimately what we want for them in life. Obviously we want them to learn academics too, but it's not the end all be all of homeschooling. Yeah. Okay. So I think that about covers it for today. Um, and our technology issues have not gotten any better <laughs> throughout this. They've gotten worse. So 
hopefully this works out <laughs> and we actually hear something. Um, anyway, thank you guys for listening. We super duper appreciate it. And we have loved your questions. We got a question from um, a homeschooler named Laura, and we're going to be addressing her question about sports on another issue. Um, but yeah, if you guys could share and like and subscribe and write a review. <laughs> Thank you, Laura, for writing a great review. I don't yeah. remember what else. Writing reviews on Apple, if you're on Apple um, and hitting that five-star rating would be massive help for us to show up in the um, uh, searches for people. So they'll rank us higher so people can find us and help more people have a peaceful homeschool. So, yeah. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much. We hope you all have a great week. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. If you are enjoying the podcast and would like to help us to continue producing the show, the biggest thing you can do is to rate and share the show. If you can support the show financially with a small one-time donation or monthly support, you can find links to buy me a cup of coffee or Patreon in the show notes. Any little bit helps us to cover the monthly costs of the show. We are so grateful for you. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. 